What's up? It is Audio Surgeon on Live in All right, so this is Life in Space, and uh, this is the show where we talk about all kinds of cool audio equipment, synthesizers, gear, things like that. We also, once in a while, will dip into some interesting topics, such as what I call the Escape Pod. This is another episode of the Escape Pod. We'll be talking about consumerism today. Oh, consumerism. Uh, It sounds like a big word, but really, that's you. You're the one who are the consumers, the products that are out there. And uh, it's interesting to take a look and dive in to see what uh, kind of things make a good consumer or if you're a bad consumer. So we will just kind of like riff on some things and uh, talk about stuff listen to some cool music or something you know i don't know and again i like to uh remind everybody that this is a 100 percent opinion-based show so everything that i'm talking about is all my opinion it's all my thoughts all my original content things like that so without any further ado we'll go ahead and we'll get straight into the show All right, so basically, like I was saying, uh, today's, uh, what do you call, topic, I guess I would be considered uh, consumerism. That's what I was going to talk about. So basically, consumerism, we'll go ahead and kind of define what it is. You know, consumerism is a social and economic order that encourages the acquisitions of goods and services in ever-creasing amounts. So, like, for instance, you guys would be the consumers of basically the things that people produce. So you're the ones who are in control of that. You spend your money on the products that you want to buy, and those are the products that you want. So if, you know, there's TV manufacturers, you know, manufacturing TVs, and you're buying TVs, well, you're the consumer of those TVs. Same thing with anything. I mean, this goes for services. This goes for, you know, audio gear, for instance. This is kind of what the channel's about. It's about audio gear and things like that. So, uh, yeah, definitely. You know, consumerism is definitely a big thing in this country. You know, capitalism, consumerism, making money, spending money, you know. So, Basically, you know, those are some things that uh, you kind of have to keep in check and uh, make sure that you're doing things on your term instead of doing things on other people's terms, you know, and uh, basically what I'm trying to get at is, you know, I know that a lot of these guys out there that get gear and things like that, especially expensive gear and things, uh, will like to go online and they basically go on YouTube and they talk about the gear. And a lot of the times they're, they're definitely trying to hype a lot of that stuff. You know, uh, especially when you, you know, you get gear, there's obviously a sense of joy that you get from doing it. Anything that's uh, interesting to you or it's expensive or something that you enjoy, whether it's video games or, you know, consumer electronics, you know, or, uh, you know, services that you do enjoy, uh, people kind of like get that enlightenment and joy out of it. So, um, you know, a lot of times you have to keep that in check, that excitement, because that will sometimes grow, but it only lasts for a moment. 
and getting you know a lot of things or you know uh you know basically repeating these uh types of uh uh, I guess you could call it habits of buying things and stuff, st- stuff like that, I guess, uh, can eventually become kind of heavy, you know, and then eventually you kind of start to not appreciate the things you already have. So, you know, you know, you just got to kind of keep an eye on that kind of stuff, you know, and uh, I know that a lot of times, you know, it becomes exciting, like I mentioned before, to do that. And uh, a lot of guys will talk and hype a lot of these things too, you know, especially when it comes to audio gear and uh, synthesizers and things like that. So I do see a lot of that going on out there, people hyping things and trying to sell you things, uh, these certain products and stuff, trying to get, you know, excitement so that way you chase that, you know, that high of getting those products again, you know, Uh, even though you might already own a lot of those products. So basically just consumerism, it's, uh, you know, you just got to make sure that you're keeping things in check, you know, you can't buy everything that you want. And that's basically the truth of it. You can't just buy everything that you want, anything that you want all the time, you know, because obviously you need money for that. (laughs) So, uh, buying audio gear. Um, I also was going to mention things to avoid when it comes to, when it comes to doing things like that. And like I mentioned, uh, when people try to create a lot of hype around certain things, especially when it comes to like microphones or head, head headphone gear and things like that, uh, they are trying to create a hype uh, that basically is justifying the fact that they bought that product. And a lot of times you get something, you get so excited, you want to go out and tell everybody to go buy it as well. And that's kind of how the industry works. They want you to go do that. They want you to go out and they want you to go talk about it and then get excited about it. That's kind of how the whole thing, you know, revolves. And uh, also, uh, you know, sometimes you might make a purchase that you kind of regret as well. And sometimes those purchases, people will still try to justify that purchase by going out and still telling people that it's a good product or that it's awesome or, you know, oh, man, you got to get this as well. It's so great, you know. And sometimes when that happens, you have to be aware about what kind of things you're consuming because not all the time those are the best products and not all the time are you going to be happy with those products. Maybe somebody, you know, particularly does enjoy it, but sometimes people might create that hype around it that also then gets you excited and now, you know, you're buying something that you normally wouldn't or you basically are kind of just taking a guess at it and saying, okay, I think I will like this or something like that. But uh, you definitely want to keep an eye on what's going on out there, and especially when things become a little too popular as well. Uh, A lot of the times you'll see things pop up, and it seems like everybody's got that particular item. Now, I know that when it comes to microphones and stuff, I see a lot of people that have the SM7B or the Rode NT1, and those are excellent microphones and stuff. But once everybody kind of sees that happening and once everybody kind of sees that, oh, man, my favorite uh, YouTube guy has that specific you know, microphone or whatever, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the best one for you. Now, uh, that's what I kind of mean by hype and things like that, because once you see, you know, people using it and they're, you know, excited about it, then you're going to probably think that you need it as well, too. And that's kind of the best thing about consumerism. That's the best thing. They want you to do that. So that way they can make money off those products. And, uh, you know, when you're buying things, you should feel comfortable buying those things. You shouldn't be forced to feel like you're buying something and you're not being satisfied by that. And that's why you also got to be careful where you buy your items as well. Now, 
Uh, I particularly, uh, when I'm into audio gear and things like that, I try to stick with the main guys that sell products. You know, when it comes to like, uh, you know, hardware equipment, sound equipment, I, I buy most of my stuff from Sweetwater. I used to buy things from Guitar Center, but we'll talk about that, how I switch from Guitar Center. And I, I kind of pretty much just buy most of my stuff from Sweetwater now. But um, when it comes to spending a lot of money on these things, you want to be careful where you buy a lot of your products from because you don't want to get ripped off or you don't want to buy something that's uh, lesser quality or something that you could have gotten a better deal on because there are a lot of markets out there that will try to charge you more for some of these products. And a lot of the times you can get good deals too if you buy them from the, you know, the major retailers. But, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with helping out the mom and pop shops, you know, when it comes to selling like, you know, you know, electronics gear like that as well. But uh, as far as I know, I don't see a lot of those anymore. So um, when it comes to buying something, you definitely want to stick with the guys that are professional about it. So, for instance, you wouldn't want to go to Walmart to buy like, you know, a real high-end microphone or a real high-end pair of headphones. I mean, even though they might sell headphones, maybe somewhat good headphones, but they're not specifically designed or tailored for making music or things like that. So, you you know, you definitely want to keep an eye on those things as well because uh, you might be buying something and it's not exactly what you're looking for. But, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, uh, consumerism, how to be a good consumer uh, and not be a fool because a lot of these things, they can try to fool you or they can be misleading, uh, trying to sell you something that is basically a knockoff or something like that. So you want to be careful about that as well. And uh, just remember that a lot of the people that are trying to sell things, especially when you're going on YouTube and they're trying to tell you about a specific synthesizer or a specific, you know, audio gear thing, that uh, a lot of it, and again, just like my show, is basically opinion-based. Unless, you know, they're getting paid by the company and, well, they're supposed to disclose that if they're getting paid by the company to promote a product. And uh, that is, I believe, a rule on YouTube that they actually are supposed to be telling you if it's a paid promotion, then they're supposed to notify you ahead of time. But uh, just keep in mind that a lot of these things are just opinion based, you know. I mean, if someone says that this microphone is bad or this one's good, you just kind of got to have, you know, uh, you know, a brain in your head and just think, hey, you know, that's just that guy's opinion. And it doesn't really mean that it's the greatest product or the worst product. Now, there will be, you know, guys out there that will tell you that a certain headphone is not that great and you might own it. And then sometimes that makes you kind of doubt or second guess your purchase. But, you know, you don't want to let that get a hold of you because that's basically how the system works. As soon as they get in your head and then they say, oh, well, this pair of headphones is bad and you own them, then you're going to think, well, maybe I should get the one that's a little bit better or the one that's, you know, the sister or brother of that product that they say that is good. And again, like I said, it's all opinion based as well. One headphone might sound different to another person or one microphone might sound better to a different person. You know, a lot of these guys will go online and they'll actually take a look at charts and they will discuss and debate charts and curves when it comes to sound and things like that. And I, I've seen that there's just an endless amount of, you know, reports and endless amount of videos on things like that. And that can go down a weird rabbit hole, especially when you're, you know, trying to pick out the special particular piece of gear that you want. But again, like I said, just keep in mind, it's it's also their opinion. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. So when it comes to buying things like that, just, you know, keep an open mind and try not to take everything too serious, especially if you already own some of these things. And maybe somebody says something bad about it doesn't necessarily mean that you have a bad product.
you know, one thing might not work for another person. So, and not only that, if it was recommended to you by a professional or something like that, and you know, you know, it's good gear, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, have your own opinion about it as well. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, right? So that is kind of like what I'm talking about when it comes to opinions and people, you know, telling you what's good and what's not good. And a lot of them, like I said, a lot of guys even just go out there just to justify that their purchase is good. For instance, maybe they bought that specific microphone or something, and it's actually, you know, not the best one on the market. But then to make themselves feel good, they'll tell you that it's the best thing that's on the market. So that's kind of where it kind of lays in a weird area where people are kind of debating those things. So... You know, you, you, you could talk about it all day or you can discuss it in all kinds of different ways as well. But that's pretty much essentially what I'm talking about. And uh, let me see here. Also, you know, when spending money, obviously, you, you know, you feel good about that, right? You know, you'd like to buy those products and you feel good and makes, you know, makes you feel accomplished, makes you feel like you bought a big purchase and, you know, and you're excited about it. It's totally understandable. But, uh, you know, companies will offer free items and, you know, especially for YouTubers and things like that. So that way they can review them and show off new gear and things like that. And you got to understand they're they're probably getting paid by those companies. And a lot of the times stuff like that ain't going to happen for, you know, just a regular guy that's on there like me or for most people in general. Because, you know, obviously, if you're not creating a lot of content or getting a lot of people viewing your stuff, that's kind of like a dream. You know, (laughs) only very few people actually ever ever get to go on there and get free things from big companies or whatever. I mean, I've seen guys on there that basically hoard a lot of these things. I mean, their whole room is completely filled with microphones or they have a lot of headphones everywhere or they just have a lot of gear in general. And I'm, I'm not sure where the actual boundaries really make any sense because, you know, it could be with anything technically. I mean, I've seen even rooms just filled with tons of synthesizers and things like that. And, uh, you know, how do you choose just to play one of them? It just, uh, to me, it seems like a lot of, uh, a lot of things to have to keep in mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, so consumerism, you know, that's, that's kind of basically the point that I'm just trying to make. You know, uh, let me see what else here. Also, you know, be careful, like I said, when it comes to buying things from companies you're not really familiar with. Uh, when you're spending a lot of money like that, you you want to make sure you're getting the, the, the product, the right product and things like that. So anyway, I wanted to mention also... I said earlier uh, that I used to buy things from Guitar Center, and uh, I kind of decided to switch to Sweetwater. And I I just barely knew Sweetwater when I when I first started, you know, getting you know musical instruments and things like that. Uh, I started buying a lot of things from Guitar Center because I didn't really know any better, I guess. Uh, and I'm not trying to you know you know, say anything negative about Guitar Center. I mean, if you if you need to go to Guitar Center to get something and it's, you know, down the street or it's in your neighborhood or something like that, that's awesome, you know. That's always great. But I have noticed that uh, a lot of the times when I go to Guitar Center recently, uh, it just seems like it's, it's turning into, like, Best Buy now. You know, it, it just seems like it's one of those one-stop shops that only has particular things. They don't really carry a huge variety of things. And especially right now, I actually noticed I was actually at Guitar Center uh, not too long ago. And their shelves are practically bare. You know, they don't have a lot of products on the shelf right now. I mean, they got a lot of guitars and things like that. But I'm not really necessarily into guitar. I'm more into, like, you know, keyboard, synthesizers, microphones, headphones, things like that. So uh, I noticed that their supplies have been kind of dry right now. 
And I think that's mostly because what's going on with this virus and stuff. But other than that, I, I do kind of feel like their customer service is slacking just a little bit. I don't know. That might be just how I'm feeling. But uh, I kind of decided to do most of my major purchases with Sweetwater. I mean, those guys over there make you feel comfortable. They make you feel like when you buy something that you are actually, you know, going to enjoy that product. You feel satisfied with, with your purchase. You don't feel like you're left in the dust or anything like that. And sometimes I get that kind of feeling when I buy stuff from Guitar Center. And uh, not to mention, I have also gotten a lot of products when I order them from Guitar Center um, from the mail that um, have had damage on them. So, and it's not the first time. I, there's been a few times. But, and not only that open box stuff too. Like one time I bought a keyboard or something like that and the box was open and it just looked like if somebody kind of slapped it together with tape and things like that. So I, I kind of like started, you know, kind of second guessing a lot of their service stuff there. So, uh, but every time I get something from Sweetwater. I mean, everything comes, you know, packaged really nice. It's, you know, it's got bubble wrap and everything. Uh, it just seems like I'm getting a quality product. And not only that, they put candy in the box too. They don't have to do that, but that's, that's a funny little touch that Sweetwater does. I don't know why, but, <laughs> but they do that. And that, that, that's kind of funny. I do enjoy that, that they do those things. You know, every little detail counts. And they also follow up with you. They want to find out how your gear is working out for you. They actually assign you a specific guy <laughs> or like a consultant, I guess you can call them, uh, that anytime you can call them, if they're not there, then usually there's a guy that'll answer, but uh, they can answer any question, you know, their customer service is great. If there's anything you need to return, they usually have no problem with it at all. Uh, so I, I do enjoy guitar. I mean, I'm sorry. I do enjoy Sweetwater. <laughs> I enjoy them kind of, you know, quite a bit, even though they're a little further, uh, from the, I mean, the West coast, it does take a little longer to get something shipped to your house if you're on the West coast. Uh, but then again, if you order something on guitar center, uh, you know, I think their main hub is in Kansas and then, uh, Sweetwater is in Indiana. So you're not really, I mean, it's not too much of a stretch. So I guess, you're still kind of waiting if it's coming from the middle, you know, Kansas or whatever. But yeah, but uh, yeah, you just, you know, those little details and stuff really do make a difference when you're trying to buy something or you're maybe questioning whether or not that you want to get something that's really expensive, you know? And that can be nerve wracking, you know? Uh, especially when I first bought my first drum set. And this was actually way before I was, you know, even had physical synthesizers and stuff. Uh, Another thing that's important about being a consumer is knowing what product you want, you know, and not being kind of like showed something that's exciting or shiny and brand new and things like that. And then kind of wanting that just because it looks cool. And that's kind of what happened when I bought my first drum set. I, you know, first off, I wasn't even a drummer. I just wanted to try it, I guess. And it ended up costing me a lot more than I thought it was. And I think I mentioned this before that if, you know, if you buy a drum set, a lot of times you have to be careful because they don't sell you the hardware and the cymbals when they, you know, package just the drums themselves, you know, unless they have a deal where they can, you know, include that. But that's kind of rare that they ever do that. You know, you have to buy all of those things separately. It's just like, you know, they don't give you drumsticks, you know, <laughs> you have to actually go and buy those things, you know, like I said, unless there's some special deal where they offer everything on one. But usually if they do that, it's not a good set. It's kind of a cheaper set. But 
don't buy big at once, you know, at the very beginning, especially because you might not even find that it's for you or you might not even find that you like that kind of thing. And so, you know, then you're just kind of spending money just to spend money. And in my opinion, spending money, you know, you got to be careful. You don't want to spend money just to spend money. It's kind of stupid to do that. So you definitely need to keep an eye on things like that when it comes to buying expensive gear. Uh, not only that, I mean, you know, especially a lot of synthesizers are very, very pricey. You know, if you get stuck with something that you're not really enjoying or that you just kind of like, you know, kind of enjoy or you just don't understand it, you know, that can also then lead to maybe even some kind of like, you know, regret or depression about it, you know. And that's not cool, especially when, you know, you maybe you have one shot to get something, especially if it's over a thousand dollars or something like that. So that can also that that can also stress someone out, you know. And uh, that's why being a consumer in these kind of things, you need to make the right choice. Do your research, especially when you're doing something that comes to, you know, an expensive item, you know. Uh, but you can never you can never go wrong, though, going with something that's a beginner thing or something that's a lot, you know, more affordable or things like that. In fact, I, I technically do recommend for people that are getting into electronic music and things like that to just get a DAW at first. You know, they do have free versions of uh, DAWs. I think Cakewalk by BandLab is actually free and you can actually check it out and get familiar with just a DAW because you will probably be using that when you decide that you want to record something. And if you're not really into recording, then you can mess around the program and mess around with the different instruments and things like that. And that can also be a great joy to work with as well. Now, if you decide to purchase one, also be aware that if you do purchase a DAW, a lot of DAWs kind of range from price. So if you want like the basics, you know, you could probably get one for around $100, but they do go up to about 1000 bucks, And that's just software. But my opinion would be is to work with the software first. You might actually find out that you enjoy that and it might not be, you know, your thing to buy a lot of hardware on top of that. Now, if you do want to go the hardware version, if you want to go with a hardware synthesizer and that's just kind of your thing, you know, start off with something basic. You know, I would probably say if you're going to go in a mid-range area with a, with a, for instance, you know, an analog synthesizer, try to keep it around 500. And I know that sounds kind of expensive too. If you don't know anything about synthesizers, you don't know anything about instruments and stuff and I'm saying hey man 500 bucks and that'll be you know that your, your middle range it's like whoa 500 bucks I can buy like an Xbox the new one that's coming out right for that kind of price right you know I understand you know it, it is expensive to get into music stuff you know I mean that even like a good guitar it's gonna cost quite a bit you know uh, or you can just start with the basics you know they do make a hundred dollar guitars or they do make a hundred dollar versions of certain things now you might not get the best product or maybe it doesn't have the features you want but you'll know when you get better or you get advanced in this what features you might need or what features you do like and that's what's great about a DAW because a DAW combines all those features into one package you can use on your computer now you might be asking well I don't have a good computer and that can be kind of the kicker when it comes to some of this stuff you know you don't need the best computer on the planet to, uh, to run, you know, even like a simple DAW, but you do need something that can be reliable. Now, just keep in mind, when it comes to software, software can crash, it can also stall, it cannot respond. 
but yet physical hardware it stays stable all the time especially if it's an analog instrument you know for instance like a moog synthesizer it doesn't really have a computer in it unless you have something more complicated maybe like a moog one or something like that <laughs> but a moog one's like you know seven thousand bucks but um a computer can also have issues and if you have latency issues if you have you know hardware issues and things like that that can also then slow down your whole process and maybe you know you might not enjoy that and give up or something so i've heard of those stories too uh but just start simple pretty much that's that's my best advice i think i could give anybody is just start simple with it because again you know some people see something shiny they like that shiny new thing and uh you know that's kind of how people are you know when it comes to anything you know when it comes to like a brand new game or when it comes to like a brand new piece of sound equipment you know the shiny stuff is great and they will try to sell you all that shiny stuff especially on youtube you know i see it all the time i see guys that get free stuff all the time or not really free they probably lend it to them or something like that let's just be honest about it they probably lend it to them or you know if it's something they really want they probably give it to them you know but again that's a very very small percentage of people so don't compare yourself to others that's probably the better advice is don't compare yourself to others and don't compare everybody's opinion to what your needs are because some somebody might say something's bad and it's maybe the more affordable thing that might be right for you so you know some of these guys are looking for the best of the best you know and that's the big debate on the internet is the best of the best and not only that i guess you know in the best range of price too if they're looking out for you now if someone's not looking out for you they want to sell you the high-end stuff that's very expensive so that's also the other end of consumerism is trying to get you to buy the really expensive stuff and then you know who knows you know you might regret that purchase because then you're thinking well i could have bought this and this and this with you know the extra money that i could have saved if i bought the other product and this is this is actually very true when it comes to uh when it comes to microphones and stuff, I, I see that a lot of microphones um, range from very affordable to very, very overpriced. And um, you can buy like a good maybe like $200, $300 microphone that honestly could probably outperform maybe even like a two or 3000 microphone. And I'm just saying this is an opinion. That's possible. But, you know, some of these microphones that they charge a lot of money for might be for specific needs. I don't know. Who knows? But, you know, again, you know, you can probably get the same kind of quality. And those are things that, you know, if you do your research, you, you know, you cross your T's and dot your I's and figure out everything that you need to figure out before you buy stuff, you'll find out about that. I assume, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but I mean, again, if you haven't made up your mind and you still need to do some, you know, research or look into certain things, you know, the internet is probably the better place to go, especially since, you know, it's hard to test out a lot of these things. And I do know that the last time I was over at the Guitar Center, they actually have like a bunch of microphones on demo now. I don't know. I've never seen that before. And, uh, you know, you can actually talk into it with a pair of headphones. I'm not sure how great everything is done there, though. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, you might get a loss of quality when you're talking into it or something like that. I know I know one time that they had a, you know, a headphone demo area. And the, the same pair of headphones I'm wearing right now, I was listening to them and it didn't sound that great. 
But then later on when I bought them, they totally sounded way better. And I think because the way that they split the signals and stuff, you're not, you're not actually getting the best quality when you're actually demoing things. So you might not even really see the full potential of something. You know, that's why maybe someone who's already had experience with that product, you can get a good opinion from them. But again, it's all opinion based. Pretty much everything is all opinion based on there. Uh, you know, again, unless they're getting paid by the actual manufacturer to, to promote a product or something like that, then, you know, maybe they're kind of lying to you. I don't know. Maybe that's what they're doing. <laughs> but again, you know, people are just, you know, they create a lot of hype and uh, they, they want your behavior to be that buying behavior, things like that. They want you keeping, you know, wanting more and, and needing more and things like that. And, you know, generally people or human beings or whatever, they have that problem of needing to continue to buy things. It, it could become an addiction in, in, in a sense. So I guess, you know, I'm just kind of riffing on this right now. So, you know, and not only that, like, uh, you know, self-promotion and things like that too. They're also doing a lot of self-promotion. I know the last podcast I was talking about advertisement and things like that. And I, I think I quickly kind of briefly talked about like self-promotion in it. And I wanted to discuss that for just a minute. I, w I wanted to go a little deeper on that. And I actually did a little test. Uh, there, there was a test that, uh, that I did online. Uh, it was an Instagram, I believe it is. And I don't know if a lot of you know, but if you go on Instagram and if you've probably been familiar with it for a little while, uh, when you post certain things, there's a little box underneath that says promote. And when you click that, you can actually start a campaign on Instagram and this campaign will then be broadcasted over maybe people that are in the same kind of stuff that you're into, or maybe it could be people that are kind of uh, related to the things that you're talking about. You can actually select that as well. And then you can pay them a certain dollar amount, and then this will determine how long that they can do a campaign for. So I did a little experiment. I just did like 14 bucks, <laughs> and I just wanted to see how much more I can get out of, you know, something being on Instagram. And I'll have to say that basically promoting and paying for promotions, you know, to get likes or whatever or views or whatnot, uh, it, it does increase your, your, your amount of viewership and it does increase things like that. But I also could see how that can also become a habit. And that's kind of what they're aiming at, you know. That's what they're kind of trying to get you to do is that way, you know. And this doesn't promote just your whole channel or anything like that. It, it only promotes one post. So, you know, choose the best one, obviously, you know, the one that you want to promote. And then you basically promote it. But um, basically what this is, in a sense, what I kind of believe is that money then gives you leverage for exposure in this. So, um, I would advise people to be extremely careful with this. That could turn into a, an incredible, incredible addiction. And I already see a lot of people out there that are definitely, I don't know, and not in their right mind. The stuff that they're putting out there is kind of strange. But, uh, yeah, that is one thing that I, I, I kind of conclude that's kind of a scam in a way, you know. And if you think about it, though, I mean, that is kind of how everything does work. I mean, if you're talking about exposure and things like that, the biggest ones out there, they have to pay for advertising. That's really literally how they get their music out there, and that's how they get stuff out to people. Otherwise, they wouldn't 
someone, you know, be so popular or whatnot. I mean, back in the day, I believe, you know, you'd have to go to the radio station and maybe pay the guy a couple thousand dollars to play your song. And that's just the way it was. And tell people know about it or it becomes popular. That's basically how much money you want to pay, you know, to get it out there. And so now they're doing these things with social media that, in my opinion, could become a bad habit of being able to promote your stuff on, you know, Instagram or Facebook, or I don't know, maybe Facebook does it too. I mean, they're owned by Facebook, I imagine. Uh, But it's self-promotion and you can promote whatever it is that you want. And when that self-promotion goes out, then you get something that comes back, some sort of feedback. And who knows, it could be just computer robots. I mean, I have heard of robots going out over the internet and they basically hunt for uh, popular topics and things like that. And then basically give you the idea that someone's liking it or seeing it or something like that. I don't know, that could be going on. That That's also a possibility. I don't really know a whole lot about that or how they program things. But I mean, who knows? Uh, but, uh, yeah, when I did this, I actually did get a couple subscribers. Um, I, was it worth 14 bucks? <laughs> no, not really. I, I don't think it was because, you know, I don't think any amount of money you can put in any kind of advertising or, or any kind of thing, unless you have good stuff, I guess. But then again, if you have good stuff, though, people will probably find it and they'll share it and they'll like it and stuff. You know, I mean, I guess. Right. That's kind of how music worked back in the day. If you had demo tapes and things like that, if you gave them out to people and they enjoyed it or, you know, you gave it to your family or friends or whatever, then, you know, eventually people would know about it. But now when you do this online and you can just pay for just random strangers to see it, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're throwing things up in the air and seeing what sticks. So. That's just kind of my my self-promotion test that I did that uh, I would have to say I'm not really into doing it anymore, you know, to be honest with you. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it all kind of ties into even, like, you know, like Hollywood celebrities and stuff and the way that they advertise things and the way that they try to promote tracks or they try to promote things through, you know, doing, like, you know, featuring somebody somebody or whatever or handing out awards to each other for Grammys and uh, you know for movies and things like that I mean it's all it's all scam I mean it really is all that stuff is just promotion for their stuff and you know you're the one consuming it and watching it and then you go out and then you want to go see a movie with who and who or so and so or you want to go hear the new Lady Gaga album or something like that and that's a hard hitter that's someone that's popular that's someone that's way out there you know I mean, I'm not talking about anybody that's, you know, not mainstream, you know, talk about being not mainstream or something like that and trying to get out there. And especially with these times, not being able to go out and do live music. And I mean, maybe they are doing now. I don't really know. Mm. But, uh, yeah, and that's that's kind of how I I see it, I guess, you know. (laughs) And again, maybe I don't even know what I'm talking about. I guess I'm just riffing on this, but. Yeah, so I guess it just, you know, that's basically depending on how much money you spend or how much you put into a campaign like that. And then again, that word campaign, it's almost like running, you know, for president or something like that, right? They, they have to have campaigns. They're making money. Then they're taking that money and then they advertise to you. Or they'll, they'll say stuff about one guy and they'll say he's doing bad things. Vote for me or whatever, you know, right? It's the same kind of thing, I guess. But anyway, yeah, it's a little experiment, you know, that I that I did and just to see how much it worked. It, it worked a little. I mean, if you're talking about the viewership that I had, it probably went up just for that, you know, few days, 90 percent maybe. And but 90 percent from having, you know, two or three views normally. And that would be like, you know, having probably like another 
10 or something. No, no, that, that'd be more than that. But yeah, you, you get what I'm talking about. You know, it just, it, it can become something much deeper, I guess. And uh, that, that I'm not into, you know. And again, you know, like I said before, I don't even really care who even listens to my stuff. You know, if you listen, you listen, I'm glad. But if you don't, you could listen to something else, I guess, right? You know, some of my stuff might not be for everybody. But I like to dream. I, I like to, you know, think or I like to dream. Try, try, try to have something, you know, an idea. Try to be out there. Everybody should have an opinion on this. So it, it's kind of fun to do. It's kind of fun to just talk. And it's kind of fun just to have an opinion on these things. Because it does matter when you're a consumer. You know, you don't want people to take uh, advantage of you. You don't want people to sell you things that are just garbage. Uh, again, I talked about advertisement the whole last podcast. I don't want to go too far down that again. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's just, uh, that's just uh, you know, interesting stuff that I found out, you know, opinion-based things. And, uh, yeah, like I said about Sweetwater, uh, I have to say that uh, I really enjoy, you know, getting things from those guys rather than going to Guitar Center now. Uh, there might be other websites out there I don't really particularly know about that might, uh, you know, that might have particular items that uh, you might think that's better. But, uh, in my opinion, I, I do enjoy going to those guys once in a while. But anyway, yeah, consumerism, that's, uh, that's a tough one right there. You know, in a sense, it's kind of hand in hand advertisement and consumerism, I guess. That's why these two shows are kind of back to back. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, let me see here. Let's just see if there's anything more interesting that I can talk about. If anything, we'll go ahead and we'll just wrap this one up. You know, this one was kind of a short topic. I wasn't really expecting to have a crazy amount of stuff to talk about it. But, you know, uh, you know that's just what happens sometimes. But uh, audio gear is always pretty fun. You know, you can just uh, put some atmosphere in the back of, you know, when I'm talking or something like that. And it kind of sounds pretty neat, you know, when I'm doing that, you know, playing some keyboard. And that's just me riffing on the keyboard, you know, just making up things. So it's kind of like inquisitive. Ask questions, you know. If you're not asking enough questions, then you are a low-end consumer. You buy everything that everybody tells you to buy. And that is not the thing that I want you to do. Do your research. And know what you want. Well, anyway, we'll go ahead and wrap things up here. I think I'm out of gas. <laughs> so anyway, I hope you enjoy the show. Next time, maybe we'll do some other interesting topics. Maybe we'll get back to the basics. Maybe do some stuff on uh, Moog. Moog is always fun. And reverb and delay is really fun too. And who knows? We'll just see in the future. But anyway, what? 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 That's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. I hope you enjoyed the show. 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 And we'll go ahead and play you out with uh, the same song that I was playing earlier. So enjoy.